Welcome, everyone. We are back, and it is episode 23 of Video Game Realness, serving up your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Delvin, and this week we have James. Hello. And Cameron. I'm alive, guys. I know. Welcome back, everybody. Cameron is alive, guys. He's here. Jingle bells. I'm excited for me. (laughs) I hope you all are, too. As you know, we've been away for the past couple weeks because it was the holidays and we some busy gays and trying to sing times for everyone to do stuff between podcasting and family. So we just took the two weeks off. And we're entitled to that because... We just want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we didn't have 22 episodes of Backlog that you could just go and listen to. Yeah. Like, it was fine. You guys made it. Yeah, yes. definitely. <laughs> but we are back. Um, and uh, how was your holidays, James? Um, my holidays were pretty busy. I think this was probably the busiest holiday season I've had in my entire life, I will say. And it was also the most fun. So I had a bunch of parties. Delvin and Cameron came over. Yes. Or sorry, yeah, for, for different sets of parties. <laughs> well, no, you came over for New Year's. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. So it was both of you. Yes, different uh, sets of parties. James has an annual Christmas party every year that uh, turns into quite the <laughs> drunken fest. I almost broke your lampshade. Oh, yeah, this year you almost broke my lampshade. It's fine, though. That was just something given from Tristan's mother. <laughs> sorry, Tristan. Um, it was all good. I was drinking my Beyonce on. I know, I know. Right, that's what we. It was drunk, crazy, drunk, drunk in love. Drunk I was trying love, to yeah. imitate her drunken dance because uh, clearly that bitch is drunk in that video. So drunk. That's but. just filmed on a beach. Drunk. Yeah. I wish I could make. Jay Z's fucking drinking in the video. <laughs> the wine <laughs> with the water. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but my season, uh, my holiday season was great. Lots of good gifts. Lots of good food. Good family and friends. How about you, Cameron? Uh, mine was mine was pretty okay. Uh, unfortunately, I had to work through a good chunk of it. Um, not on the actual like Christmas days, but because of that, I couldn't actually go home to visit people as much as I would have liked to. But you did nice. get to go home, right? I did get to go home, but it was like on the weekend. Yeah, he didn't get to actually spend Christmas with his family. Yeah, which was the first time I haven't done that. I, I actually had a great time on Christmas Day. It was like nicely snowing out, and I went and saw Hobbit for the. Oh, there's my mom calling me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. She heard. Oh. She's like, "Oh, camera." Her ears must have been burning. Uh, Yeah, I went and saw Hobbit for the, at that point, the third time. (laughs) It's so good. Hobbit says. I hadn't seen it in IMAX yet, so that was my reasoning. Also, come on. (laughs) Well, yeah. It was so good. I know I'm talking to two people who won. Violently hates. I don't violently Toki. hate the other person. Just like, I, 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 it's a lot to deal with. I don't want to. The legend, or it's not legend. The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> um, fuck. What's the series called? The now? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> just escaped my mind for a moment. No, but the whole Lord of the Rings series is just too long for me. It's just it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. I it's can understand. Three that. hours every movie. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, no, it was like a weekend. It's. <laughs> Yeah. Just wait yeah. until I get all the extended editions for The Hobbit, and then there will be a weekend where that is going to be. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was going to say, when I first met Tristan, he made me watch all three extended <laughs> editions of The Lord of the Rings with him. It was don't, like an Don't you love those early dating phases when you always have to pretend like you like everything that like, the other yes, person does? Yes, let's watch it. Oh, the extended edition. Yay! <laughs> a lot of mountains. A lot of mountains. <laughs> you have the extended version, right? I bought that for you. For oh, that. yeah. I uh, I have the 
standard edition, the standard edition DVD, the extended edition DVD, the extended edition Blu-ray, the special edition DVD, and then the two versions of The Hobbit, so theatrical and extended. Girl. I, uh, I have a bit of a problem, guys. Girl. I added to it. I'm not yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, How about you, um, my holiday was not the greatest. I did have to work through. Oh yeah, you everything. had to work. Oh. Yeah, I had to actually work on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve. I actually had New Year's Day and then like a bit of time off that the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, but then my birthday was yesterday. Oh yes. I now come to you as a thirty-year-old. I've hit that milestone. <laughs> Um, so, that, yeah, we the whole BG Realness <laughs> crew was out last night. We went for dinner and then, like, a crazy shit show karaoke fest. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was a little bit drunk, but but I was able to get it together today, <laughs> and I'm in perfect condition to come and do this podcast. You see how much I love y'all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't cancel it. <laughs> I deserve a cookie. You can mail that cookie to you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't mail us cookies. <laughs> Um, so this month, um, as we've been talking about, it's a special month for video game realness. Uh, this month, we're going to be dedicating each episode as a, to music, sound and music in video games. So we're going to have a discussion or theme or special event um, in celebration of music for the whole month of January. Yay. So each week we'll be having something exciting. So look forward to that through the entire month of January. Yeah. Um, also, um, something to look out for, um, in the next two weeks, um, the Koopa Cup podcast is going to be having a discussion on the Mega Man X series, starting with Mega Man X and Mega Man X2, and I will be special guesting on that as well. So, if you enjoy Mega Man, and you like hearing my voice, and of course, Koopa Club, listen to that podcast in the next couple of weeks. Since we've been away for so long, we've mm-hmm. been obviously been playing some games. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, we didn't get to have like a discussion of our top games for 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to discuss both at the same time. Um, so for your top games, these are just games that you played the most and enjoyed for 2013. Um, they could be games that came out in 2013 or just whatever. So... Cameron, since you've been away the longest, yeah. you can go first and tell us your, your games that are your top favorite, or you're now playing first, whichever you want to go first. Um, let's do now playing first, because it's different than just Smite. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, in my top games of 2013, Smite might make an appearance. So, um, Shocker. Yeah. What I did uh, on the few days I had off for Christmas was I decided, for whatever reason, I should play through all of Dragon Age 2. And I know people hate that game, but I love it so I much. like it better than Origins. Yeah, I know. I think we're, like, the only two who feel that really? way. Really? Now, no. what is people's beef with Dragon Age it, 2? It, and I, will, I can completely understand this. It feels like an unfinished game. Like, Dragon Age Origins, you could tell they spent years on it. Dragon Age 2 was sort of a, EA wanted some money, let's throw together Dragon Age 2 in about a year. Okay. So, you can see that the foundation is very good. I personally think the story is better, and I know that's another thing people will hate me for. I liked the combat system better, but you can tell, like, the environments are all reused, and it kind of ends in a strange way, like a, look, more is going to be coming. So it just leaves it on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like an annoying cliffhanger. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a nice cliffhanger, but 
because Dragon Age 3 or Dragon Age Inquisition is a direct moving into that. So that's neat. Uh, I just, I, I love the game. I think the characters are just fantastic and the banter and yeah, great game. Another thing that I started playing again uh, was I picked up, I went through, I was cleaning out hard drives and I found some of my old mod files for Battle for Middle Earth. No. Talked about that previously when I had created an entire elf faction where you got to play as like Galadriel and Legolas and like Mirkwood elves and stuff. Mm hmm. And since Hobbit had just come out, I was feeling all like, oh, I miss, I miss creating these characters and stuff. So I went and played through that. I'm like, oh my god, I did a good job, but I did not know what balance meant. Because if I had certain openings, it was like, I am fucking screwed if I tried to go for like a cavalry opening. Whatever. But then I created like another character that's sort of like Dark Templars in uh, Starcraft. And it was like, wow, those things were overpowered. <laughs> so it was like, think about it this way. Ranged Dark Templars. So, so you could just stand outside their base permanently. <laughs> just, I'm like, I everything. I didn't think this through. But anyway, <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun doing that, and I bought some of the art books for The Hobbit recently, mm -hmm. and I'm so tempted to try modding it. Not for any release, just for my own, like... For your own I joy. I want to try it. It's a good hobby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so for my top games of 2013... Uh, not a great year for me, I'd say, for new games. There were some games I wanted to try, like Bioshock Infinite, that I just never got around to. Mm -hmm. and Except from the number five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so number five was Guardians of Middle-Earth for me. I thought it was a very good game. I put a lot of effort into it. For those who don't know, which is probably the vast majority of people, <laughs> was, it, it was it's a MOBA, so in the same vein as League of Legends, uh, but it was for Xbox. And PlayStation, I guess. Uh, and it was based in Middle-earth, so you're, you're playing as Gandalf, you're playing as Galadriel, Legolas, Sauron. Mm -hmm. It was a really well-done game, but I think that the, the thing that just absolutely murdered it was the netcode and the connectivity was piss-poor. So everything lagged horribly. No. 50% of the games, you would have at least one or two people disconnect, and that would be the determining factor for it. Oh, yeah. that but, sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in any MOBA, like, if That's, you lose someone, it's... It's, it's completely over. Yeah. Um, they've recently moved it over to Steam, but I haven't tried it on that, mm. just because... I, I, I will say put a lot, well, probably I put would a lot be, of time into it. It probably would be better on oh, PC. For sure. For Especially sure. controls-wise. Like, yeah. How was the controls The for controls it? were... So you moved with the one analog stick and the other one you aimed with. Okay. And a lot of your skills were either, depending on what type of character, they were either like a cone sort of thing that you would just sort of rotate around your character or you'd activate the ability, then you got to target it. Okay. So it worked... Fairly well. It wasn't nearly as precise, of course, but you could do certain things that you couldn't do that take a lot more effort to do on PC, like um, microwing, walking one way while shooting the other way. Like, you know, in StarCraft, where you have your Marines that you stack yes. your steps. That on Xbox was much easier because you could just hold one way, hold the other way, and just tap the button. Okay. Um, it, it was a good game that was just completely screwed over by terrible connections. Set phase. Oh. Number four on my list was Guild Wars 2, The Adventures of Lady Turquoise. <laughs> Lady Turquoise! <laughs> I had already beaten the game in 2012, and I had a lot of fun, but playing with James and Phil was an adventure and a half. Mm -hmm. That was... It was just so fun. That was great fun. I wish I had finally... 
uh, I know, got your code got back. Got my code yeah, back. Yeah. I didn't realize it was as easy as it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like this whole ordeal. All I had to do was fill out this form. And then they were like, oh, I reset your password for you. I was like, really? That was it? That was it? Oh, Jesus. You don't need proof of purchase or anything? Yeah, no. no. Well, oh. maybe we can play later tonight. Yeah, sure. I'm mm-hmm. up for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three was Saints Row 4. I talked about this game. Fantastic. <laughs> So much fun. It is a game that you could tell the developers just wanted you to have fun. I'm surprised it's number three. Uh, Number three, because there are a couple games that I really, really, really (laughs) loved. Number two being the final DLC for the Mass Effect trilogy, uh, Citadel. That came out, I believe, around March or something like that. It was earlier this year, and it was the perfect send-off to the, in my mind, perfect trilogy. Fuck you all for the ending. (laughs) The ending was fine. Get over it. <laughs> Angry tweets coming in as yeah. we speak. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's be honest. I've already said that Dragon Age 2 was better than Dragon Age 1. So <laughs> Angry every, tweets coming in for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and number one comes in no surprise. It's Smite. Smite, granted, the beta started, I believe, last year alpha before that. And the official release isn't until next year. But it was... 2015? No, it, sorry, sorry. It's we're 2014. Sorry. Well, it's 2014 now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, I was like, oh my god. Release is in a couple of months. But the amount of hours I put into that game so far and the number of hours I've spent watching it and tournaments and casting, it's such a fun, fun game. Everyone should at least give it a shot. If you've played an, a MOBA or you've played an MMO, there's going to be something in that that you're going to at least be like, oh, this is fun for a few hours. I like playing Shokan. Oh, uh, yeah. Tom, she is... OP. She's so vicious. <laughs> but then she's just like, oh, she's going to run away and dance. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, I'm going to send my buddy to go shop for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, goodness. Come back with goods, girl. So there's my top five. Wonderful. Uh, James, mm-hmm. tell us you're now playing and your top games of 2013. Sure. So now playing for the past three weeks... Um, it was actually a lot of fun. So I will start off with... I actually bought Wii Sports Golf. Or I didn't buy it. But I downloaded the trial, the Wii Sports Club oh, okay. Golf, where the Wii gamepad is like the golf ball. Mm-hmm. You put it on the ground, and when you swing, <laughs> you see the ball go, and you, you aim with the gamepad. Like, you know how you steer it. That's and the arrow cute. on the gamepad tells you which way the ball's going to go. It's actually really fun. <laughs> like, you feel like... We, the original Wii Sports Golf was just a little bit, you know, you swing it, you're like, yay! But this one, you feel a little bit... Like you have you, a bit more control. A little bit or... pro. You feel a little bit pro. <laughs> Did you actually have to think about it. Mm, yeah. Did you ever play Mario Golf? The one, one for GameCube? No. Okay. Never mind. Okay. I really I really enjoyed Mario Golf. Okay. Uh, that was the only golf game I ever really enjoyed. This one is fun for, like... 10 minutes at a time but you really do need to focus in and you really need to think about which way the wind's blowing and, and if, uh, as you swing down you see the arrow move so mm-hmm. you get to really control your swing and everything like that so super cool uh, second game uh, I just bought this a week ago or Tristan and I just bought it we bought SimCity 5 or SimCity 2013 or mm-hmm. just SimCity and we bought it like 8 months after all those server issues and whatever <laughs> so we had no problems getting on time <laughs> And they said the game was 12 gigs. We were playing in 20 minutes after we bought it, so I don't really know what's what going happened? on there. Like, I'm assuming it was still streaming content as we were playing, yeah. um, but we were like, okay. All right. All right, let's just play this game. Um, I'll talk about it because it's actually one of my top games. Lots of fun. 
Uh, what else have I been playing? I started Animal Crossing New Leaf again. I picked it back up. I have Bedhead and all that sort of crazy shit. So mm-hmm. oh, pulling can, out weeds. Yeah. You can uh, start playing with Kyle because I bought it for him for Christmas. Oh, yay! Okay, Kyle and I will play then. And uh, oh, we can go to each other's towns and run around mm-hmm. and be super gay about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other games I were uh, uh, sorry I was playing uh, Phoenix Wright 2 I was still playing that because Michael Brown lent it to me uh, Super Mario 3D World and Legend of Zelda Wind Waker so I've just been totally ADHD with my games right now like Like, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3 (laughs) spazzing around but I haven't been playing any mobile games like no phone games Mm -hmm. last game I played was Dots and now I'm over Dots so it's like I've seen enough colors yeah. <laughs> now I'm seeing spots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like spotty vision everywhere. Um, top five games of 2013. So starting from number five is actually SimCity 5. Um, it's actually a really good game. It's snuck it in your list right at the end I of know, the year. I know, right at the end, but it's a really good game. Now, it's not as great as... It doesn't have as many features as, let's say, SimCity 2000 mm-hmm. or 3000 way back in the day. Like, you can't build subways. Um, you can't play with the terrain. Everything's Rob really fixed. Yeah, I know. Rob Ford would hate this game. You can only build streetcars. That's like the most advanced one you can build, the streetcars in your city. Oh, yeah, I saw you post something yeah. about that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I've built streetcars everywhere and <laughs> smiled to myself lightly. Um, but it's, it's a really great game. The whole idea of regional um, gaming, I think, was great. So you could start a region map. It can just be you and your friends, or it can be you and people internationally. And um, you can trade import and export resources, so you ensure that there's a regional economy. The only problem is that sometimes people abandon their cities, so you might have a really good ecosystem going, but then they just say, like, oh, I don't want to play this anymore. And it gets kind of fucked. Oh. So, yeah, that's not that great. Um, the other game I did play this year that I really liked coming in at number four is Wonderful 101, actually. So it was a Wii U game, lots of hype for it. It came in during the Great Drought for the Wii U during early 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, fun game, great creativity, controls were a little bit difficult, um, but great game overall. Uh, coming in at number three is actually Walking Dead Season 1, which I played on my iPad. Uh, I I still, I haven't played Season 2 yet. I'm still kind of reeling from Season I 1, I have to be honest with you. I just can't. It's just like, when I first played the game, like... Uh, episode one, I was like, okay, this is fun. But by the end, like every decision I made, my heart was like, like burning, <laughs> and I felt so wretched, and it was kind of depressing. No, really. um, mm-hmm. I don't know much about The Walking Dead. Is it is it based on the TV show? It's more based off the original comic. Okay, there yeah, are, the graphics, I think there's like one or two comics. characters that make an appearance from mm-hmm. the TV show, but it's mainly based off the comic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is like a like a small episodic kind of yeah. thing yeah. they're doing. It's made by Telltale Games, who did Sam and Max, and they also did Homestar Runners, uh, that game that was out on Wii for a, while, a bit. Yeah, it's episodic content. And all you do is you either make decisions, so it's like tapping, it's all tapping, or sometimes you'll have to like rub on a spot to not have your zombie bite or something like okay. that. Like, there's something like that. But it's very, uh, I guess the word cinematic, I don't know if that's the right word to use. No, I would, I would it's, This, that, this yeah. is actually a, a situation where it is a cinematic sort okay. of game. Yep. Um, and you get very attached to all the characters. And similar to, to Mass Effect, um, every decision you make has a very direct consequence, essentially. Okay. And at the end of the season, it kind of shows everybody that dies and lives. And yeah. you, re- you remind yourself of all the terrible things you had to do. Yeah. Um, coming in at number two was Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD because that game still makes me like it hits you in the feels. I'm just yeah. I, every time I turn it on and and you see the ocean, I'm still like, oh, he's so tiny <laughs> and he's sailing and he's so tiny and his 
grandmother's sad that he's gone. Oh, God, I still can't handle grandma. I know. When you come home and she's, like, shivering, she's like, Link, Ariel, where are you? And I'm like, oh, you're so old. <laughs> I just want to hug you. I just want to hug her and she can't see you because she's, like, I don't know. She's old. old. She's old. She's old. She can't see you. That part makes me sad. It's mm-hmm. right in the feels. And then number one for the year, um, it's, it's Super Mario 3D World. Yeah. It just has to be. The music's amazing, which I'll talk about later. We have a lot of top fives this uh, this episode. Um, the music's amazing. Uh, Four-player gameplay, you know, it's... It is what it is. It's, it's a good game. It is a very good game. But Rosalina made it like... <laughs> like, I'm, I'm replaying the whole game as Rosalina, as Rosalina right now. It's so OP. I'm just spinning and knocking the bitches twirl. out. Yeah, it's twirl. Yeah. Twirl, girl. Twirl. And it acts as a second jump. It's You get a double jump with mm-hmm. Rosalina, essentially, which makes the game amazing. So, it's for me, actually, it's been a pretty good 2013, I have to say. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, um, my now playing, um, I have been uh, replaying uh, Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. Um, I've been going back, um, so they have the um, the Street Pass um, battles. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so you, uh, when you pass someone that play that has Legend of Zelda, you battle their Link. There's a, a Shadow Link. Um, and then, like, you can set what items you have, and based on your stats, like, how many hearts and what shields and stuff you have, depends how difficult it is to beat the Shadow Link. Huh. Um, so I've been going back and playing that. Of course, you all know I'm a, like, Street Pass fanatic, yeah, right? So I get, I've been getting lots of Street Passes, and I've been trying to go through and get all the achievements for the, um, there's, like, a list of 50 achievements oh, yeah, that yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, have to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, some of them is, like, uh, win with this item, win with this item, uh, win without moving, um, win without uh, using A, B, or X. So, like, you can't use any of the actual action buttons, but oh. you still have to win. Um, How do you do that? Uh, I could tell you, but I'm going to let you figure it out on your own. Oh! <laughs> um... So I did get that achievement. But once you figure it out, so there's an achievement for not using B, not, not for using uh, X, and then one for not using, like, each button, and then, like, two buttons. It's, like, a four-tier oh, achievement. And there's one way to get all of them at once. Hmm. But I'll let you figure it out. I can't wait. Um, and uh, so I've been playing NES Remix, oh, which yeah. we're going to talk about more um, when we get to the new section. Um, I did also play Wii Sports, um, and, like, I know, like, it seems like, you know, it's not that big a deal, but, like, it being in, like, HD, and, like, they've really, like, improved the game. It's Mm -hmm. not just, like, you know, basic Wii Sports, like, they've really improved the game, and now you have the controllers, the, the control with the, um, what's the... The Wii Motion Plus? Yes, the Wii Motion Plus. Um, so that makes, uh, adds another, you know, level of, uh accuracy with like I was only playing bowling and tennis mm-hmm. I didn't try golf yet. try golf I'm gonna try that um, now that you've said it's pretty cool um, what else have I been playing I started uh, the DLC case for Phoenix Wright oh. I didn't make it very far because I've only been playing just Zelda mostly and doing my street passing in my commute I'm <laughs> um, still playing through Mario 3D World I've been playing it slowly because mm-hmm. I don't want to like rush through and just beat the game because I know that there won't be very much for me to play on my Wii U after that. I will say it's hard to beat. So after you actually beat the game, then there's three more worlds. There's a mushroom world, a flower world, and a star world. Mm -hmm. Those three worlds, like, they're hard. Oh, okay. I'm still on the mushroom world. I'm on mushroom one. (laughs) Still. 
dear. Oh my. So, yeah. So okay. you'll have a lot to play. <laughs> all right. So maybe I'll pick it up a little bit. Um, I, that's all I can really think of in terms of what I've been playing. I haven't really been playing anything else. Um, my top games of 2013. Um, number five, Final Fantasy XIV. Um, despite my lack of time now to continue to play it. Right. In the time that I did play it, I really did enjoy it. And I think that, you know, Square Enix really deserves praise for this game. You know, as much as we shit on um, Square, and we're going to talk about that more again in the news part. And and it's not just like Square Shade, but I'll get into that more. But they really did a good job with this game. And they deserve praise for it. And it was a really good MMO. Yeah, I watched the Yogscast crew play it. It looked... Fun, yeah, and and the graphics, like the like the fire yeah, casting, that looked really cool. Yeah, it looked very much like <laughs> Final Fantasy thirteen yeah. in a good way. Yes, yeah. like the graphics are really good, and um, you know, it just really shows this game, in my opinion, this and of course Guild Wars as well. Yeah. just shows how dated World of Warcraft is. Yeah, yeah. you know, it really is, and yeah. like. I, a lot of people that I've been like hearing, like talking and listening to other people, like you know, play. Wow, just aren't even excited for the new expansion oh, like, at all. Yeah. Like it's like when it comes out, I don't think it's going to be a big hit. It's going to be kind of sad, <laughs> honestly. I honestly felt like at this point they needed to do a big story thing at least to like. I think they should have just whether ended not, yeah, it. Yeah, it up, girl. Yeah, just yeah. wrap it up. Like, just end it. Because no one's really excited about no. more Lords of Draenor, which is kind of, let's kind of redo Warcraft 2. But, like, yeah. and, and, uh, not even that. It's just, like, they're not really adding anything else. Like, the, the visuals are still the same. The, yeah. the characters are so still... They the, are updating the character models, kind of. When I say characters, I mean the abilities, the attacks oh, and sorry. what they do. Yeah. Like, a warlock will, affliction warlock will still play the same. A yeah. destruction warlock will still play. That at mm-hmm. its core is not changing. So yep. until they fix that, I really don't want to play World of Warcraft anymore. Like I said, I'll play the end. Yep, that that's the same for me. That's it. Yep. But if they come out with another expansion after Warlords of Draenor that isn't the end, like they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. But anyway, number four. Fire Emblem. Oh, right. This game took me by surprise because, you know... You didn't even know if you wanted to play it. I didn't know if I wanted to play it. And I played the demo and I was like, okay, I like this. Went out and rented it and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I know, call me a, you know, a wuss or whatever you want, but the casual mode is what got me playing Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Because the, you know, having your character die... That would have killed the game for me because you, (laughs) yeah, you get so emotionally attached to some of these characters, and like you make one wrong move because like some, you, I mean, especially if you're new to the game and you Mm -hmm. don't know what some of the other like uh, characters' abilities are, like you don't know that this bitch can fly in from all the way like the top of the map and whatnot, yeah, and then they all come and kill your healer, and then like oh well, (laughs) great. You know, like, you don't know these things if you're new to the game. So that's why it, I think casual mode is a very good thing that they put into the game. And it, it now, if, in my opinion, because I think Fire Emblem was one of the weaker IPs that Nintendo had. In North America. In North yeah, America. Yeah, in yeah, Japan, yeah. of course, it was yeah. very strong. But yeah. in North America, it was just kind of like, meh. It would happen. 
you know? Yeah. But, like, it wouldn't have a strong following. Yeah. And this one is the one that really, I think, allowed it to now become a higher uh, level tier IP for yeah. Nintendo. Which that, yeah. is what they really need. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what I think. Um, number three, Mario 3D World. Um, <clears throat> only reason it's as low as it is is because I haven't finished the game. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't played as Rosalina yet. <laughs> I haven't played as Rosalina yet. But um, I really do enjoy the game. Um, you get to play as Peach the whole fucking game. <laughs> I'm sold. Like... I fucking love playing as the princess. I don't play as Mario because he basic. Yeah. A couple levels I'll play as Luigi because he's needed to jump yeah. on higher shit. And Toad just can't fucking jump at all. But I you only use him on the um But it's like hundred second levels and yeah, stuff like that. The speed yeah. levels where you have to like you know the ones where you jump in the box and you just have to run and get oh, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, green yeah, star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good for those levels. Wow, 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 wow. You don't even know. I don't know. Um, And then number two, Phoenix Wright, uh, the most recent one that came out. I forget what it's called. Dual Destiny. Dual Destiny. Such a good game. Very good story. The last chapter four and five are just like wow. I still have to get there. Yeah. Um, I won't talk about that more because I already have. And coming in at number one is Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Because it's such a good game. And again, I've talked about it a lot. Um, they Again, Nintendo did a really good job in taking a game uh, that, like Zelda, mm-hmm. um, and taking Link to the Past. And then, like, you know, not, they didn't redo it. But they kind of, they continued on with the story. It's the same world, but they still made it feel new. They still made it feel different and very enjoyable. Great. So, those are my... I still haven't played it. You're going to love it when you play it. Mm -hmm. Everyone will love it when they play it, and you should all go and buy it. So those are our top games of 2013. One thing, kind of interesting, none of us put Pokemon on our top five. Yeah, I did think about Pokemon. I did. Yeah. Um, But the reason I didn't put Pokemon down was because it was a good game. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but Pokemon was a very, like, one week, like... flash in a pan. Yeah, it was like... Oh my god, Pokemon! Yay! I got all the Pokemon, I got all my badges, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess it's never a top game for me because I always expect it to happen the way it happens, yeah. and I still get crazy about yeah. it right before it it's comes still, out. I still get nuts about yeah, it. Yeah, it's still but, very enjoyable, yeah. but at the same time, it's this, this, it's still mm-hmm. the same formula of eight badges and everything. And don't get me wrong, it's still enjoyable, but it just wasn't a top game for me. There were other things that were more new and enjoyable like Fire Emblem was new Mario 3D World you know four players 3D Phoenix Wright Legend of Zelda Final Fantasy 14 those were new experiences yeah it's like a meal at the Mandarin it's indulgent (laughs) and it happens you know once every year but I'm never going to put it on my top five meals of the year (laughs) it was a a solid number six yeah yeah. it's it's a solid like I said good game but eh, you know there's going to be Pokemon Z probably coming out next year, and we'll, and we'll be fucking crazy about that. But yeah. I mean, there's nothing for me, there's nothing more to play after you beat the game. Yeah. I'm not going to go in Ivy Train. I'm not going to go and do all that training. Yeah, that's true. Online <laughs> battling 
I swear I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I might have a perfect <laughs> ponytail right now that a I need to wear. Perfect ponytail. <laughs> nay, nay. No, but like, <laughs> but like, I mean, online battling for me is just so like busted. I mean, you have to, <laughs> because you have to have like the perfect set of Pokemon, and you know, there's like those perfect sets, and there's the set to counter that set, and the yeah. It's just like, ugh. You know, it, it, to me, it's not... You can't just go in with the Pokemon that you like and win. You have mm-hmm. to have a specific team, mm-hmm. and they have to have specific, like, abilities and movesets in order for you to really want to win. Yeah. Like, I can't just go in with my Blastoise and my Pikachu and my... Yeah. Butterfree and win. <laughs> you know? Like, because I'm going to get fucking smoked by, like... Yeah. Light last Mewtwo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Xerneas. Yeah. It's over. No, and then it's over. You know? So that that is my... If the online battling, I think, was a bit better. I wish they had a way to kind of do tiers, a la, there's a website called Smogon that goes through and breaks down all the Pokemon into different tiers. So oh, yeah, yeah, If yeah, you're yeah. playing in Uber, which is like your Mewtwo's, your Legendaries, you can only use Opus Pokemon. If you're playing in the never-used tier, it's like, that's where you can use, like, Blastoise, Rapidash, Pikachu, and then you play... Yeah, with so, just those Pokemon. Yeah, it's just they spent that website spends a huge amount of time figuring out those tiers. I can't imagine Poke like, fans like it. Like they haven't even figured out the tiers for uh, X and Y yet. So it's going to be another year before they're ready for. Well, that. God, there's like what seven hundred or six. It's, how yeah. much Pokemon now? Oh, I don't need too many. Too, too many. Too many. More than the days of the year. I got to 250 <laughs> caught, and I'm like, there, I kind of caught the original. Wow, you even caught that many? I, I, yeah, as I was playing, I caught everything. I caught, like, 30. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I don't, I always Just kill everything. I never catch everything. It's like, I don't want to well, kill you experience You're ugly. Change it. It's like, <laughs> just throw a quick ball. Quick ball, like, that's girl. True. Yeah, quick that's ball. True. It's like, oh, get on my face. Quick ball. That's yeah. true. And that's it works, true. like... To be fair, much. I didn't know how a quick ball worked for a very uh, long time. okay. No. Because I just, I never, I never touched the new... I never touched the new balls. Like, I only ever... You're like, Pokeball. Yeah, Pokeball, Great Ball, Master Ball. That was it. Maybe Ultra. But that was it, pretty much. No Super Balls. Just, yeah. Anyway. Enough about our balls. Lol. We're going to take a break. And when we come back... When we come back, we are going to talk about the news of the past couple weeks. Be right back. Everybody and welcome back from your break. Welcome back. We are here to talk about the news that has happened over the past couple weeks. Um, although not very much news has happened because, like, it's the end of the year and holidays, holidays and stuff. But mm-hmm. there was some news tidbitties um, that happened. Um, first thing that I do want to uh, touch on um, are the sales numbers that happened over the uh, holiday. Um, Wii U finally hits 5 million sales. About bloody time. Yay! <laughs> System's been out for one year and hitting 5 million. Um, 
We got there eventually, guys. We I got mean, it's, there it's, it's, it's definitely really great. It definitely has picked up steam. I mean, they With were... good reason. They've had one of the best games of the year. Yes. Come out. Yeah. Um, you know, they started out uh, before the drought, like, so pre-Pikmin. They were at, what, 3.2 million? Yeah, they were. They, yeah, they're at, I think it was like 3.6, I think was 3.2 or 3.6. Something like that. Something. Basically, what they had since November 2012. They sat yeah, there. Yeah, they sat there. <laughs> until, until Pikmin came for out. For six months, yeah. So, so go from 3.2 to 5 million. Uh, you know, I mean, not. When you put it in perspective, it isn't that great because, you know, 3DS over one week sold 1 million. <laughs> that was uh, the week of the 21st of December. Um, looking at the numbers on VG charts, mm. um, and then during the week of uh, Black Friday, yeah. it also sold another million. So, well, the 3DS is a beast of its own at this point yes. in terms of the global gaming market. Like, it sits in a different place. Yes, yes. and it's you the know? only thing that sits in that place. Yeah, is <laughs> Vita. Oh. <laughs> Shade. Oh, the DS is still outselling the original PSP. Oh, no. <laughs> the original DS is still selling out the PSP. Not the PS Vita. Not the PS Vita. Not the PSP. The PSP. <laughs> just want to say, those two are still out there. They're still, <laughs> they're still duking it out. I don't, know, I don't know who these people are that are buying DSs and PSPs, but I still do see people playing them on the subway. Yeah, I still see a That's lot of understandable. DSs. That's um, understandable. But no DSIs. They're all like DS lights. Yes. I either see three DSs or DS lights. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of two DSs. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. I haven't seen a lot of people with two DSs They're now. so cute. I, you know what? I I would get it if it was if I, not for the 2D. I like the 3D. Right. But I mean, for people who don't like 2D, I mean, you really should just get a 2DS because yeah. it, it, it looks like a toy and it looks like it's really big, but it's really not. It's not. We held it in our hands. And it was like, wow, this, this actually, for me at least, was easier to hold than a 3DS. Yeah. yeah I can see it's that. a good size handheld. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in other sales numbers, so far overall, Xbox One sitting at 2.5 million, PS4 sitting at 3.4 million. That's impressive for, like, for a launch, and we've never had that kind of thing before. No, those are huge, huge launch numbers. Huge. It's I mean, great. Well, I mean, the Wii U did sell, what, 3.2? Yeah, it sold, it sold its 3 mil in the first, like, Yeah, in the first, yeah, same, same time yeah. frame. Yeah. So in general, this you, whole... Yeah, you get a huge inge- injection of sales in the beginning. Yeah, as, you know, pent up demand. It's about it's what happens. What's about this time? This time of the year, mm-hmm. Feb, March, April, when this is when we see what happens. When we have a desert of games, because you know everybody says we have. You know, there's a golden rule out there that you have to release all your games in October. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that rule seriously needs <laughs> like, to change. But um, but yeah, sales numbers are looking good for uh, all 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 consoles. It's a good time to be a gamer. Yes, unless you want Destiny on PC, because that's never going to happen. Because uh, fuck that. Never. Destiny's not. The, it's not coming on PC. See, I, I, we talked about this previously, and yeah. I was not king happy. Not enough resources. Yeah, but we're still. Don't worry, we're still going to make it for Xbox 360 See, and PS. Yeah, that's what I PS3. don't understand because, especially for PS3, like you were saying, PS3 is, is a whole different like infrastructure. Yeah. So, like, yeah. But I guessing I'm guessing what it is is that they started it. Probably they, uh, this game yeah, probably originally started as a PS3 and 360 game, and then it, they were moving it over to the. So since they've already started it, yeah. to throw it out the window is a loss of money. Yeah, but Damn on but, on your, but on your point, if everyone's developing on an x86 framework, then which put it on like, PC. I mean the Xbox One is pretty much just a Windows 8 machine. Yes. Let's yeah. be honest here. Then why not put it on Windows 8? I think it's a sales thing. I think they it's know that people be. will buy it on PC because for me. I don't have an Xbox One or a PS4. Yeah. I'm obviously would buy it on PC 
But now I'm going to buy it on PS3. But, I mean, there still is that option to buy it on the older console. So I really don't... If they're trying to... If they're doing it so that they're trying to get people to buy an Xbox One or a PS4 to play this game... They're still doing it on the old console, so I still don't get... Well, they haven't said what will be exclusive to this generation and what will not be available on PS3. True. Like, maybe they'll make it that, like, you can't play online with people on PS4 and PS3. Like, only PS3 can play with PS3. um, That sort of thing. You never know what they might decide. But, (sighs) we shall see. Um, So, over the holidays, uh, Nintendo did a Nintendo Direct. Um, To sign off for this one, I was actually, I I was on board with this one. (laughs) I'm usually like, uh, granted, I can't watch them live. I've said it before, I cannot stand directly to you. It's like, I know it's part of your charm, but... Can you at least get one of your people who can speak English a little better? Well, yeah, that's what they get on uh, Bill. Yeah. Oh, or, or, that, or that, that other one, or the hot one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? yeah, Eric. I don't know, but he's oh, <laughs> he's cute. You should get him to do all the Nintendo directs. <laughs> you have gays buying your system. Him and his Let... big man hands. <laughs> oh, girl, settle down. Oh, settle oh, it down. God. So. Um, Nintendo came out with a big surprise that nobody saw. Nobody. Yeah, like nobody. WTF. Yeah. Like, Hyrule Warriors. Um, Dynasty Warriors meets Zelda. Yes. Out of left field. <laughs> out of left field. Never I, saw this coming. Yeah, I saw people tweeting about it, and I honestly thought it was just like this inside joke that people were just, everyone suddenly started making the joke all of a sudden on Twitter. Yeah. But then the video came out, and like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Now I now I never played um, Dynasty Warriors games until the one that came out for yeah, Wii U, right. and I actually did enjoy it. I, I really it's a fun little system. It's a fun game, <laughs> and like I mean, it's a it's a game that you just play for like it's mindless. Yeah, it's and just that's okay. It's just like killing constant waves of the same enemies yeah. and like using fancy attacks and yeah. Um, there's this really gay one in, in the <laughs> Warriors Orochi. Yeah. That has like claws. Yeah, the gay guy. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. like dances around yeah. and like <laughs> has like a butterfly that comes yeah, out yeah, of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So gay. And I so... still like the harp bitch. Yeah. Because <laughs> she can make it rain golden balls. Yeah. And just like the whole map is getting to, like decimated. Yeah. It's really fun. Really fun game. So I, when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay, I'm interested. I want to see where this goes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's a working title. Um, yeah. So it's not going to be called Hyrule Warriors. Um, right now, we only know that Link is playable. But I think that when the game comes out, as Dynasty Warrior games are known for a robust amount of characters, I really if they don't, then it's it's going to be it's only Link. Then, then I mean, it's going to be Link's crossbow training all over again. If that's what well, ends up being. I mean, I hope though. They have to, in my opinion, like, you have to put Zelda in it. You have to put Sheik in it. You have to put at least Kid Zelda, or, or sorry, Link in it. Um, And then I don't really know who else you could fucking put in the game. Well, like, all the characters from, like, at least Ocarina of Time, like, Nabooru, is that her name? The. Oh, you could put the sages. Yeah. You could put the sages in there. And of course, they're going to let you play as Ganondorf, like, as an end game unlock. Yeah, that's true. Little Saria. You could play as Saria. Can you um, you could play as um, the Goron. Midna? Midna? Put oh, yeah, you could play as Midna. Midna. Oh, wow, we are coming up with a list of characters. Well, or some people are now saying, okay, maybe this game will actually then fill in the story for either the Civil War that happens mm, um, yes. after, I forget, whichever game, or the Spirit War that happens after right. Link gets sent back. 
um, yes, in because time. The, because so there's the true wars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So then you might actually you, you'll probably get some existing characters, but it might be their chance to introduce like a bunch of they new people as well into the franchise. Canon though, right? Oh, uh, that's what I that's what I would imagine. They they but. did say this is not like the next Zelda game. No, no, no. This is not the next yeah. of the traditional mm-hmm. Zelda, but it will fall somewhere in the timeline, just right. like all the other okay. other like Zelda seasons games. and ages. Oracles of seasons and ages. Yeah. And that's how everyone feels about those games. <laughs> yeah. I will say the part you see him fighting King Dodongo, which is pretty hilarious. Yes. Like, yeah. what the fuck? He's just out there in the field. Yeah, I was gonna say, first of all, you already killed him. Yeah. But what the fuck are you doing out of Death Mountain? Like, that's yeah. the better question. How the hell did you get up here? <laughs> yeah. Get back in your cave! I know, and the Moblins look like the Skyward Sword Moblins, mm-hmm. so there's some weird crossover yes. shit going on in those There's games. a lot of mishmash going on. Yeah. But I think once it's done, because it's going to have that Nintendo polish. Oh, yeah. Like, Nintendo's not going to let another company fudge with their their brand, right? Especially Zelda. Especially yeah. Zelda. After the Philips CDI games, yeah. they're very... <laughs> they're, they're very... I mean, the only Sounds other company good. to has touched Zelda is Capcom. Mm. So, and they did a good job with it. Yeah. So, you know they're going to be very, very... Particular. Okay. Very you can't particular. Do that. You can't do that. Exactly. You no. can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> oh, wait. No, the other company that has touched it was um, Namco. Oh, right. With Soul Calibur. Yes. And that it was... wasn't a game, but they were allowed to touch Link. So. That was the best thing ever. So it was. Yeah. Um, other uh, uh, exciting thing that happened in the Nintendo Direct Rosalina! Brothers 2014 is the year of Rosalina. We've called it. <laughs> the year of Rosalina. We've called it. Okay, she's in Mario Kart 8. She's in Super Smash Brothers. She was in 3D World. Don't be surprised if she gets her own game. <gasps> I'm serious. I'm my serious. Heart. Do not be surprised. Oh my god, Space Bitch Fashion Designer 2014. <laughs> oh. oh. And, and all you do is you make costumes and then you walk those rings of Saturn, girl. With the, I love her hair. <laughs> Me the, too. The swoop over the, over the eye. God. So fierce. So fierce. And wasn't her introduction to Smash Bros. amazing? Like she just floats down. Yeah. yeah. So the way she plays is supposed to be similar to Ice Climbers in that it's two characters. Also similar to Pikmin. Pikmin. Though. Yes. Like they're not two equal characters. Yeah. Right. So she can send one in and they can control together. She can control by herself. I'm thinking that she's going to be one of the higher advanced characters in terms of difficulty of play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she's not going to be like basic, like, like go in and... PK fire! PK fire! PK Fuck you, Herb. Are you mad? You mad, bro? <laughs> you mad? I'm so mad, bro. Bro, I am the maddest. We have a friend, and we love him, because he's actually good at the game. But whenever we play on, like, four people, he just picks Lucas and just... Spam. Spams PK fire. Spam. It's not even a good attack. It's just obnoxious. And when, when he gets a smash ball, it's always like, oh, hey, watch out for PK extravaganza where balls just... <laughs> you know what, though? Sky. I'm not any better with Pikachu. <laughs> I feel like you're more dynamic. No, you, you put in some effort. Granted, that down smash, you know how to work that. Yeah. If you're in the air, I'm so, like, I just love Pikachu for this, but if you're in the air, I will snipe you <laughs> with lightning so perfectly, and just snipe, and you're dead. Snipe. I just love it. It's this so is why fun. I started playing Wolf, because then I could just reflect her. 
That's yeah, true. that's true. That's but true. yeah, I love playing uh, um, P- Pikachu for that. But yeah, Rosalina um, is going to be in the game. It's going to be great. Um, Space Wand. Space Wand controlling uh, the little, what's the star thing? Star bit? Luma. Luma. Um, and then also, this which was not mentioned in the direct was mentioned later. Zelda confirmed as Yay! well. She was um, my main. My yes. favorite character. Um, they did go with the Twilight Princess model. Thank God. I know. If they went with Skyward Sword. <laughs> Miss Basic. I'm sorry. She's so basic. She's just wearing a white nighty. She really is. You know what's the funny thing? Is that on like Reddit and Joystick, all the comments were like, oh, why is she in Twilight Princess? Why didn't she look like Skyward Sword? Because no! she looks like a basic bitch in a nighty. Yeah. We already have one space nighty. Yeah, we Rosalina. don't need. Yeah. yeah. She, oh, yeah. She is kind of wearing a nighty. <laughs> but it's it a is- space. Yeah, it's a fabulous 90s. As opposed to like, well, I mean, Skyward Sword was the first game in the series, so that's like she had not fierce yet. It was like the dawn of time. Yeah, yeah. She in that setting, it made sense that she's going to be based. I mean, yeah, there was really a telling of how Zelda became like Zelda. They didn't have tailors back then. You just wrapped yourself in a potato sack and put a belt on it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll let it slide. But yes, they did go with the Twilight Princess model. They did not um, announce. Chic at the same time, yeah, which which I found interesting. They did, they have, they've never did in Melee. Chic was announced a year before Zelda was in Brawl. Zelda was announced, I think, almost a year again before Chic was. Okay. So it's understandable. I would assume, I I hope that Chic is in the game, and I hope that they don't nerf her. Like she, like uh, Chic was my favorite in Melee, like because she was fucking OP in my opinion. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Like, forward slap in the air. Forward slap? Oh, Jesus. Even her fucking helicopter kick was super OP, I found. Yeah, it's like, very quick. Compared to Brawl. And it mm-hmm. had a low trajectory, so yeah. it's very easy to kill people yeah. with it. Um, and then Brawl came and they just fucking nerfed her to yeah. the ground. She was not as enjoyable. I still liked playing her, but she w- they, in my opinion, made Zelda the more... Yeah. Stronger dominant. The problem was, was that after, once you actually figure out how to counter Zelda, she's actually one of the weaker because her main problem, and it's a problem that I fear for Rosalina, very tall, so easy to hit, but also very light and floaty, mm-hmm. so it's very easy to get her off. And they were, She is a bit of a tall bitch. Yeah. Well, and they were saying the same thing about Rosalina, and like their fluff talk, they're saying, oh, she's got anti-gravity things, so she's very light. And it's like, that, they, that worries me. Well, it, it, interesting, just... Maybe the, she might be actually considered a heavy tier character because, and I don't know if this has any relation, but in Mario Kart she is considered as a heavy tier <laughs> yeah. character. She's like beside Bowser. Yeah, yeah. she's in the same yes. tier as Bowser. Yeah, I don't think now. Obviously, she's not going to be like Bowser because they're yeah. making Bowser more OP. Um, well, not OP, but like yeah, he was talking about rebalancing Bowser. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and they're making him um, have like hyper armor, so yeah. like he can take basic attacks without blocking, yeah. and then like. Be able so to they, counter. They basically looked at Project M and were like, "Oh, that's how you make Bowser work." Yeah, <laughs> they did that with Project M. Yeah, so they're going to give him hyper armor and stuff like that. Now, I don't, obviously, I don't think they're going to do that with uh, Rosalina, but they might make her more on maybe on par with Donkey Kong in yeah, terms of I, like lightness. Again, though, they did specifically say that she is light because she's got anti gravity things. Oh, they did. They, say. they did. In, yeah, in her flavor text, they actually say that. Oh, okay. So. Well. 
But you never know. She yeah, might have some know. weird sort yeah. of... When she gets knocked out, she might have some weird space things. Yeah. Like she summons a planet, and then she revolves around the yeah, planet. Yeah, she like, does. She, got, she can be, you know... Like she, yeah, so she, yeah. Yeah, she makes orbits or something. Yeah. I wish I, like, I... I wanted to know how they rebalance a lot of characters, because even for Pit, like, I play a lot of Pit, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even looking at its pictures, like, they've changed his attacks. You see, he has a lot yeah. of, like... He has all his uh, Kid Icarus Uprising mm-hmm. weapon extensions, mm-hmm. so I kind of want to know what they've done with everybody. Yeah, they're being very yeah. mute on Yeah, her. very like, mute. Like, yeah. in Zelda's screenshot, she's not doing any attacks. Yes. No, she's just holding her shoulder, like she always does. And mm-hmm. she looks And looking sideways. Yeah, I Fabulous. wouldn't be adverse to them splitting out Sheik and Zelda. I want to see what would, else they can do with Zelda. I would love to see it as a separate. I would, yeah, yeah, I would like to have Zelda Give have her a down B. Instead of having yeah. it as a... A, a special a attack. Special, like, yes. actually have that be one of her abilities because that is really the only thing she's ever used as a weapon in any of the games. Mm-hmm. Was That's true. Yeah, she missed. But then, what time. would her special attack be? I don't know. Make everyone really. She can mad. summon those light god things. Oh yeah, from no, Twilight Princess the... that hold the balls yeah. and they all fly across the screen. That's true. Yeah, and everyone gets. And then they can give Sheik the... something separate too. Yeah, yeah. Like she could have like some kind of ninja slash or something Maybe where the screen like... goes dark and then like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Or she could, you know. Anyways, her penis. Just her heart. Bring her heart out for it. Oh, yeah, the heart! But she's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, Peter. But not like in a dancey, crying way. No. Like, like, <laughs> like, I never understood Peach's Super Smash. I'm like, is this... Your, it's from uh, yeah. Super Princess Peach? Super is Princess that her Peach. happiness? Okay. She puts... Yeah, that's where it's from. All right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, other uh, surprise that, again, was uh, out a of surprise. Out of Like, oh, we have this game. Yeah, NES Remix, which is a... Um, what is, some people are calling as, like, the WarioWare of, like, NES games. Where, yeah, like, yeah. it's like... You have, like, 10 to 20 seconds, and you have to do this. It's mm-hmm. like... Jump on this monster, jump on this, and yeah. you have like three different stages, and you do it. And you, depending on how fast you do it, you get a star rating. Yeah, and some of them you, you're trying to aim for like three rainbow stars, which is like you did it in like the best time <laughs> possible. Um, so <clears throat> didn't get very good reviews, did it? Very mixed reviews, yeah. So basically, it, it has Mario, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Zelda. And then the problem is the other games like golf and Excite Bike and ice, ice climbers. Ice climbers. These are the games that really nobody wants to play. And to be honest, I don't either. Oh, and balloon balloon fighter. I like balloon fight. <laughs> Where you have to do, do, do yeah. Nobody wants to play those games. That's very good soundtrack. Right, that's a very good song. Now. It did have very mixed reviews um, because, for one, it's fourteen ninety nine. It's a little overpriced, in my opinion, for what you're getting. You like you the, the, the games are all basically all in there, and mm. they're just giving you little snippets. So they haven't really done anything. They just you know kind of put a skin over top of the game, and then mm. some of the levels they've changed in the like the remix levels, like they've changed the background colors and stuff like that, and like made new levels in the remix levels. But you don't get to play those remix levels until you've played through enough of the other levels, yeah, yeah. right? So if it was all remix levels that you were playing specifically only for each game, I think that would have made it better. Right. But to have to basically go through and play the original games in their original, like, capacity. Like, they're yeah. not they're not remodeled in any way. Nothing has changed mm-hmm. about them. And you're just doing, like, 10 to 15 second snippets. And then you get to play the remix levels, which there aren't that many. 
like there's like I think like three different categories. Right. And each category has like I think maybe ten or fifteen. I, I haven't played through all of them, but if it was all remixed game levels mm-hmm. for each game that they have there, I think it would have been worth the fifteen dollars and a lot better. So is it like ten dollars worth? You would say. I wouldn't, would be $10. I wouldn't go under ten. Ten dollars is fine. Fourteen ninety nine. It's like like I've read people going like it should be like three ninety nine. No, 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 no. I'm like that's a bit offensive. No, that's too low. Ten dollars. That's offensively low. Yeah, but like, and one of the things that um, um, I was listening to uh, Orange Lounge Radio and, yeah. and uh, Rob Roberts was mentioning, um, it just goes to show how that Nintendo can do more with the virtual console, but they just choose not to for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Because when you see the remix levels, you see, oh, they've, you know, changed some of the levels, they've changed backgrounds and things like that. So they have the capability to do these things to make these con- virtual console games, you know, different and better in some way. Yeah. But instead they just give us basically a, a ROM that we pay, like... It's the exact same game. It's not changed. When mm-hmm. you think of like um, uh, classic games that are really released, like for instance, you know, Capcom just came out with like a uh, relaunch of like old classic games, and you get to play those games online. You get to they're you know have like pretty bra- backgrounds to make up oh, right. the black yeah, borders yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. New menus, stuff like that. Nintendo doesn't do any of that with any of the virtual console games. They're just releasing the game. Yeah. And then they stagger them. So it's, it's like, it, it, it just be, makes it more frustrating, in my opinion. It feels like the Disney vault. Remember when that was a thing with Disney? It oh, still is a thing. It still is oh, a thing. That. It's still, you still can't go just buy Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, like, yeah. it comes out of the vault and then it's gone. Yeah. Jesus. But that's the thing, though. They're still it, hanging on to that. They're still doing it. They just don't call it the Disney vault anymore. Yeah. Now, see, here's the thing. Now, when, when it comes to virtual console, if it was that with virtual console they were remaking the games, adding in online capabilities, mm-hmm. changing it in some way, mm-hmm. and then giving us the staggered release, yeah. fine. Right. Totally worth it. Totally worth the $4.99, $8.99, however much they charge for each game. Yeah. But now you just kind of realize that, you know, we are just kind of getting ripped off. With what they're giving you. They're just giving you the game. And yes, it's nice and it's amazing, but mm-hmm. they could do more. They could do more. And just make just... sure they go on sale. That's what I do. Well, yeah, now they go on sale. Yeah. But before they weren't in the Wii days, right? Oh, yeah, the Wii. Oh, <laughs> that was the Wii days. Yeah. The Wii days. They just, here's the game. That's it. Done. Well, back then, that was, back then it was just exciting mm-hmm. that you could download a Super Nintendo game. Like and on, play it uh, again. and play it on your yep. system, right? Like Absolutely. back, like back in two thousand five, we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. now it's just like you know, you really kind of you've shown now that you can really do something more with your old games, but you're not. I think for for me, it's more so them seeing or maybe because apparently they take like their surveys really seriously. That like their Club Nintendo consumer yes. surveys, they take them very, which seriously. which is why I fill them out. Right, and you should fill them up well. But I, I do. Think, I think for them is that they're seeing none of these virtual console things are tipping people into buying the system. So why on earth would they invest money into mm-hmm. you know adding a mode that would definitely appease their existing fan base, mm-hmm. people who already basically bought the system, hoping this would happen someday at some point in time. Yeah. But I think what they're feeling is that the margins they could charge on that are very small, picos of graphics and whatnot. And also, I just don't think they they see it converting people to their system. They don't... Well, no, it's not going to be a a, a converting people over to your system. Yeah. But what it will do is 
generate revenue for more revenue. Yeah, yeah, and it's added value to for people who would buy. But I think for them, it's like if you basically with high with high def development with next gen development. You know, you only have a team of X amount of people. You True. want to cut your costs because you're not selling as much. Where do you put your resources to ensure that your system sells? And unfortunately, I think the way things are going is that you pump all your money into AAA titles. Yeah. And then when you have spare resources, you don't go back and do virtual console games. You develop some strange DLC add-on costume pack instead. Yeah. That's the way things are going. Yeah. Right. And if Nintendo as it is right now is stretched so incredibly thin. Yeah, that's why they probably gave out Zelda to Koei Tecmo. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, it's probably another two years before we'll see a real Zelda for Wii. I think that's so another Wii reason. U, so why don't you make this game and appease people for a little bit? I think right? that's another reason that they announced Hyrule Warriors is because Zelda is not going to come out next year. Or, sorry, this year. No, you'll see it at E3 and then yeah. it'll drag on until 2015. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was expecting anything different. No. Yeah. I mean, Skyward Sword did just come out. Yeah. And, um... Been a year. And uh, Smash Brothers, I definitely don't think it's not going to be until at the very earliest, like an August 31st release. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm thinking holiday 2014. Yeah, it's going to be holiday. Don't forget, yeah. they can't release before October because it's the video game industry. Yeah. yeah. Because, That's you know, true. Everyone apparently is away for the four months. Yeah, we're not playing video games for like the other couple months. Ugh, whatever. Anyway. anyway. So NES remakes, very mixed reviews. I mean... So I'm still going to get it because it looks fun. It is fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's just the other games I just really don't have any interest in playing. Like, I don't want to play golf. I don't want to play Excite Bike. Like, oh. I have no, no desire to. But if you want to play more of the remix levels, then you have to. This is kind of like shoving it down your throat. But whatever. Um, Yoshi's Island DLC for Sonic Lost World. This is so weird. So weird. This is so weird. But I think the reason that they did this is because the game is not selling well, and Nintendo is trying to maintain the few partnerships that they have. Um, So they're saying, look, we want to help you, we want to help this game do well so that you guys make back some money, so we're giving you this free DLC for the game. But then make a good game. It's not like everyone was like, oh, Sonic Lost Worlds, 9 out of 10, and it doesn't sell. Everyone was actually, Sonic Cycle, everyone was actually super excited, but then everyone's like, oh, 4.5. And you know what? I played it at the Nintendo Holiday Preview. It was Mm -hmm. not a Mm 4.5, okay? It was a 7, okay? It was a basic 7. It controlled kind of shit, which they then patched, Mm -hmm. but it's not a 4. Yeah. People did shit on the game a lot, and that did affect it negatively sales-wise. So, I mean, you saw them go and repatch and, like, rebalance the game. And things like that. When has that ever happened in a platformer? Ever. <laughs> yeah. Where they, went like, and, where they went and, like, did a patch to go and fix the game. That has <laughs> never <laughs> happened. Oh, Mario needs to jump shorter. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know. it's never happened. It has never happened. But I think this is, again, them trying to really... And Nintendo saying... Uh, did Nintendo publish this game? or Depends on where you were. Okay. Um, this is Nintendo really wanting to keep that relationship strong with Sega, especially now that they own... Um, what's it called? Atlas. Atlas. Okay. They're trying to make this relationship strong so that they can keep developing for them mm-hmm. and, of course, you know, have their games on their system um, and have those exclusives. So uh, Yoshi's Island DLC was put out, and then there are some... They teased that... Um, Another one, which we all know is going to be Zelda. Yeah. 
I can't imagine a Sonic Zelda. <laughs> yeah, mishmash. I don't know how that's gonna work. See, this is weird because when I was young, I thought it'd be really cool if like we could have cross collaborations, like Smash Brothers, because now you have Mega Man, Sonic, and Mario fighting in a game. Yes, that is super cool. Yeah, this sort of collaboration is what my nightmares are made. Of. <laughs> like, you know, like why? Yeah. And why is it like Yoshi's? Like it's like Yoshi sixty four. Like it's not even Yoshi's Island if you look at it. It's, it's like it's Yoshi's story. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, I know. But they're making an effort to try and make the game more appealing, and we have to applaud those efforts. I will say, I did consider buying it oh, when I saw that. Okay. I will say that. So it worked. I will say that, because when I saw it, I was like, because right, it was on sale for twenty nine ninety nine. Yes, the that's holiday. true. It went on a crazy Boxing Day markdown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? It's I'm For twenty nine ninety nine because this is free DLC, mm-hmm. I might consider getting it. But then I never did. Oops. And now it's marked up again. Oh, well. It'll go down again. I'm just going to wait till you're done with <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I still have it, and I still have yet to touch it. I don't know why I haven't played the game yet. I don't know. I just haven't played it yet. But I will. Don't worry. And I will talk about it in my uh, upcoming now playing in two weeks. Um... Mario Cake Mario, Mario Cake and Ashley <laughs> oh, oh Jesus no 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 um, Mario Kart 8 was they showed another teaser they showed like an airport stage the levels look really big now that it's like in like full HD and stuff like that so that was uh, really exciting to see um, Mario Kart 8 and then Dr. Luigi to close out the year of Luigi oh, yeah. I know how you Good feel riddance. about this camera. Good riddance. <laughs> and it was, it was, no, for me it was never cute. It was just sad. <laughs> they just kept trying. And I know a lot of people liked it, so that's what makes me even more Well, Luigi's like, oh. Mansion was fun. Luigi's yes. Mansion was a very good that game. That was good, because that was, that was an actual Luigi game, as yeah. opposed to, let's shovel Luigi into anything yeah. you can. New Super... Luigi Brothers. That shit was fucking hard, okay? <laughs> like, it was yeah. fucking hard, and I haven't beaten it at all. Like, I played through a couple levels, and, like, I'm just like, this is hard. And it's this really... Is... Have you played it, Cameron? No. It's, like... It's not fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not fun. He's so... He's such a clumsy... He's such a clumsy bitch. Yeah. He, like, like he's flutters like, all over the place. He's slipping and sliding. Like... <sighs> I'm just gonna play as Nabbit call it a fucking day. <laughs> Just run through the level and be like, I beat it, I'm done. I got my $20 worth. <laughs> Fuck that shit. But anyway. And then yes, as we discussed, golf was added to Wii Sports. That was the other thing that was mentioned in the Nintendo Direct. Um, we talked about it. Yeah. Moving on. Um, Nintendo eShop had some problems over the holiday. Um, People were finally buying their stuff and like, we need servers now? What? Yeah. <laughs> the, the servers picked up. People were, uh, especially with all the Wii U consoles that um, people were buying, yeah. um, like the Zelda one, it's a download, right? So yeah. you want your game, you have to go online. And, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not it's not preloaded. the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not preloaded. You have to go and download it. So all, everyone was going and trying to get their games that were, you know. Oh, also, um, I, I don't, was Link Between Worlds? The DS, was that preloaded or was that a download? That's preloaded. All the three DS stuff is preloaded. Okay. Well, I don't know why they didn't make the Wii U stuff preloaded, but I guess they'd have to go and re-image all those stack of Wii U's that they have. Yeah, yeah, those were just like old, yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody got time for that, so (laughs) just throw a code in the box and be like, here you go. Um, So, and then that delayed the uh, Pokebank launch, 
which still hasn't come out in North America or Europe. Yeah, do they even have... Uh, they don't have a release date no. yet. It's out in Japan. Um, people are... They're just they're banking their Pokemon. Stocking and trading and banking and bopping. Yeah. In Japan, they're having a field day with it, but... I feel like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here in North America and uh, in Europe as well, we had, we got to wait. We got to wait, Bank, So... No, I mean, whatever. No big deal. I mean, for really, a lot of people did get Pokemon when it first came out, but then there's now the, there's the other wave of people that just got Pokemon yeah. over yeah. the holidays. So really, it's like, whatever. It'll come out when it comes out. It's, it, not, it's not like the end of the world. For me, it was slightly reassuring that their servers went down. It was like, okay, so you basically are selling more than you anticipated you yes, this holiday. Yes, that's so that, a good thing. That's a good thing. But and, I also feel like when they linked up um, the Nintendo Network IDs, they yes. didn't... Think about the the extra sort of the, traffic. The feedback, the yes. feedback loop that would happen, and yes. yeah, I think that's that was cool. one of the problems. People linking their IDs. They said that was one of the issues. Yeah. Because um, now with all the joining and whatever. Yeah. Um, and they did put some job postings out for. They yeah. put one up like the day after the day class of. to be like, you need to start as soon as possible. Yes. We needed a We need to start right now, please. <laughs> on like on like the twenty sixth of December. Yeah. <laughs> they put that job posting up like immediately. Well, that's good. I mean, they're yep, they're fixing it. Growing pains and like stuff like that. I know a lot of people are like, well, why don't you just have more servers? Because after that one day of them needing, they never need, they don't them, need them. You don't need them again. So that's that's why I'm always like, yeah, there's going to be launch problems. It's okay. Or there's always an emergency situation. Sorry, we had a blackout here in Toronto because of the ice storm. Everyone's like, why does Toronto Hydro, the utility, not have 300,000 extra workers for emergencies? Yeah. That's why it's an emergency. It's not an emergency if you've already planned yeah. it. <laughs> what is wrong with people? Oh. People are stupid. Anyway. And we... Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I have a feeling you're about to be upset all over again with the next news I know. <laughs> So, Square Enix has uh, uh, put out some news <laughs> in, in two, two, two different Square uh, pieces of news. So they are open to the idea of a Final Fantasy X-3. Um, Great. So the remaster is coming out in March. Um, That's also taking a freaking long time. Such a long time. I mean, it, it, I don't know what the... They, that was announced like how long ago? And it's like only now coming out in March 2014. Whatever, I'm still gonna play it. I mean, like obviously, it's nothing new. So it's not like I'm like, oh my god, I have to play it. I have already played yeah. it. I just want to fucking see Yuna dance in Please. HD. Well, can't, and, you, and can't and you just put it through an anti-aliasing machine? Like I don't that's know. That's pretty much what they're doing. I know, but yeah. Aliasing and bloom. But they're making it sound like HD. they're going through like every screen, being like, oh, let me fill in her pixels. By yeah, hand. it's like that's not what you're doing. Yeah, not at all. Um, but yeah, they are open to the idea of Final Fantasy X-3, um, and, Great. and to follow up with that, the Bravely producer wants to release a new Bravely whatever um, every no. year. Oh no. So. Don't, no, stop. Oh, I'm sorry guys. I know you guys were looking forward to that. You guys are getting Assassin's Creeded. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creeded. Um, well, here's, here's my thing on this, and, I, and Michael touched on this. Um, in the last podcast, it shows that Square Enix kind of doesn't know what works. And when they do find something that people like, they're kind of grabbing onto it and, and running with it. Because the whole Final Fantasy thirteen was an uh, investment. That was something that they was obviously sat down and planned 
Yeah, Fabula Nova, Nova Crystallis, or whatever the freak that whole thing was supposed to be called. Whatever, but this was a discussion that they probably sat down in the early development stages of PlayStation 3 and said, let's make this game... Final Fantasy Thirteen. It's going to have this sequel. It's going to have Versus Thirteen. It's going to have this, this. It's going to be this huge thing. We're going to create this engine. It's going to be, you know, whatever. And then it came out, and it wasn't received well, but you already invested all the resources into it, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't just throw it out the window and start over again. You still have to just run with it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they did. And they did. Oh, and they did, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Now, unfortunately, they didn't make any improvements on, you know, the feedback that was received. But, you know, now they're kind of, I think after um, 15 comes out, which was supposed to be versus 13. Yeah. Um, I think we'll see a change in Final Fantasy after that, because this is, 15 is still part of that last production yeah yeah you know it's still part of that right mm-hmm. and they just are moving it over because to make versus 13 i think they kind of want to get rid of the 13 yeah they're over it they're done with 13 and they're just like okay we're just gonna make this 15 and just call it a day but we still have the engine and the everything yeah so we're still gonna use it but then i think when 16 comes out we're gonna see something else I, i'm hoping you know what i think I actually think after 15, it's going to go away for like two, three, four years. Yeah. You're just going to see it pitter out a little Well, you also have Kingdom Hearts coming out yeah, too, right? Yeah, there's that. Mm. So I really do... And now you have this upswing of Bravely whatever. Oh my god, imagine if they have frozen characters in Kingdom Hearts. I would actually... Oh, they might that do that. It might. Because it's actually been selling that. really well. Or, still it's selling, but like... Lots of people have been sales. watching it. That movie is... If anyone hasn't seen Frozen, like just... Stop. We'll we'll be back. Just just stop the recording right now. <laughs> Sorry, stop the playback and, and go, go watch it. Oh my god, it is. It is. It is. They probably will because is. they had. Um, did they have more recent ones? I don't remember anymore. Tangled, which was also very good. What's the one with the, the red hair? Uh, bitch and her mother. Oh, brave. 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 I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Brave. I didn't like the concept of that movie. Well, typical teenage girl being finding Nemo. Has that been in the Kingdom Hearts yet? I don't think so. Just because I, or maybe it has actually. I, I think it, like I feel like it has. Well, I think it might have a more an appearance in this one. Yeah, because I think they are probably going to. Didn't they say that there's a Finding Nemo sequel coming out? Oh yeah, there is. Right, yeah. so those two will probably Find tie in together. Yeah, yeah, that's where it is. Finding Dory. So those two, I think, will tie in together. Yeah, because the release of uh, Finding Nemo and then Kingdom Hearts will probably be. Around the same time, ah. so it'd be stupid not to That's true. put the two yeah. together. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the bravely thing, though. Yeah. Now, as long as it doesn't become, you know, just Assassin's Creed, <laughs> like it, as long as it's something exciting and new, and not just kind of like, oh, we've added this new mechanic, and now it's another game. Yeah, as long as like it's a it's a good story, like it's a good story and something different, like. Not just meant a continuation of like what you did last year, and then you put in a new mechanic. Like, don't Call of Duty it. Like, I, I don't want to see that happen. Mm-hmm. If you're planning to do it every year, um, make it a new game, make some new spells, make it different, and I'm on board. I'm also on board for Final Fantasy X three because I loved Final Fantasy X. Right now, I don't really know what they could do with the story. That's what I was about to say because ten two kind of wraps it up. It really kind of just closed the door. Yeah. You killed off whatever yeah, 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 yeah. and it's done 
So I don't really know what they would do with ten three, but maybe. well, they're just open to it because probably the, every all the journalists are saying, "Oh, you're having really great reception to the remaster ten and ten two. Would you ever consider doing a ten three? Yeah, like, and they did. yes, yeah, because it sells. Yeah, and they did say it was based <laughs> on what the fan reception is, and I think the fan reception would be very high for ten three. Really, so. not thirteen four. No, no. <laughs> um, in a, in other um. <laughs> In other producers who were also um, putting out some uh, announcements, uh, Capcom announced their plans for 2014, and in their announcement, they said that Phoenix Wright is already in the works. So, we're going to be getting more Phoenix Wright games, and that makes me happy and excited. Yay. I know that makes Michael excited too, but he's not here, so... We're excited for him. But yes. no Mega Man. Well. Well. Let's... I mean, careful, really. Careful. <laughs> They don't. 2014, the year of Mega Man. Oh, could you imagine <laughs> if Nintendo did that? Could you imagine? Nintendo did a year of Mega Man for Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I, they just don't know what to do with that IP anymore. That's it's it's really sad. Maybe they should learn to license it out if they don't know what to do with it for a bit. Yeah. Why not? They That's should. what Nintendo did with Star Fox. They didn't know what to do with that. So they thing. gave it to Namco. So they said, here, do try something. Do it. Why don't they give it to Nintendo for a little bit? Why don't they just give it back to Inafune and let him have his character and then just let him make his game? Why gotta be like that? <laughs> the whole Japanese pride thing. And but they're all pissed, Japanese. He pissed them off and now they're mad at each other and bros don't know how to talk it out. Well, maybe they can give it to Epic. I don't know. Let's see what Epic does with it. Anywho, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss our top five gaming soundtracks and what makes us like them. We'll be right back. Everybody, <laughs> so we are going to be talking about um, our top five games uh, that we enjoy the soundtracks for, um, either games or game series, um, uh, in celebration of our January month of music. Woo-hoo! January jams. <laughs> January jams. Oh, I think we have a name for it now. Oh, you know, I don't have a title for the episode yet. There we As go. As you can see, title to be determined. January jams. Hey. Yeah. We can call it January jams two and January jams three. <laughs> it's a whole series. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we're going to go in reverse order of what we did for the, um, now playing. And I'm going to go first and talk about my games. Um, starting with number five. Um, so my my choices that I selected were um, very uh, based on 
how much I remember the music, how much I, you know, enjoy humming it in my head randomly at times, um, and and emotion-based um, in, in how it affected moments in the game and, like, how it basically set the mood for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, number five for me is Super Mario Land, uh, the, the first Mario game for Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um the soundtrack in the game for me um, was a lot more enjoyable than just like the like Super Mario Brothers games, um, and uh, each world had its own uh, like theme music, and then like uh, the under um, water levels had the music, and then, like the boss battles had like its music, and it was just very memorable to me. And I always like hum it sometimes in my head, and, and it's just very nostalgic for me. So that's one of the top five for me. I mean. Making this list was hard, okay? Oh, God. This was difficult. <laughs> it's like, it's always very difficult when we have to do these lists, and that's why I always try to do five, not ten, because we'll go crazy with ten, and three's just too short, so we'll go with five. Um, I mean, there's so many other things that I could have put on here, but um, I, I really wanted to give um, some homage to Super Mario Land, um, because it, the, I really did enjoy that soundtrack. Um, number four, for me, is Super Metroid. Um... Metroid as a whole, um, you know, has a very alone, somber feel to it. You're alone, and um, just in how the the story is told in the game, um, the music does a very good job of of playing along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for instance, when you are in um, the lava world, um, and like when you're in just the beginning part of it, um, how it has one music, and then when you're going towards the end of the game, how the music changes and it becomes more epic, and it, like it, you know, becomes a more like like the end is near, like yeah, like it gets coming. fuller and yeah. yeah. So it, you get into that mood, and like you know, the, um, each world has its own kind of music, which kind of like the underwater level has like a. You know, even the music changes when you're in the water as opposed to when you're out of the water. Um, so that it, it does a really good job of just immersing you into the world with just the music mm-hmm, from the game mm-hmm, itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, um, it, it I really enjoyed as well. As well. Um, even I'll just say as a side note to Super Metroid, the whole Metroid Prime series, God yes, does a good job of that as yeah. well, especially in in like you said, making you feel alone. Yes, <laughs> like the snow levels. Mm-hmm. Oh. So good. Do, 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 do. So good. Do, 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 do. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, but it doesn't. It, yeah. So that, that's like kind of the whole Metroid series. But if I was to pick one, I would say uh, Super Metroid. Mm-hmm. Not to say that you know the Prime series on a whole is like really good, but picking that one. Um, number three is Final Fantasy Four. Um, now, there's, like... The love theme? I mean, Final Fantasy as a whole, I mean, you could probably pick, like, five and make it your top five, because the music in it is just, like, amazing. But, um, for me, it was Final Fantasy IV. Um, the boss battle music is, like, my number one favorite song. Mm -hmm. Um, it just gives you that, like, epic feel of, like, your fighting a boss and like you know it gets you your heart racing and it makes it feel more epic and I really enjoyed that um 
one of the other moments that um, actually um, made me cry when I first played it um, is when um, you're fighting one of the bosses and uh, you are all like dying and then Rydia comes in and saves you and like the music that's playing when that happens and then she comes in and she saves you and then like the music changes and she's like <laughs> I'm getting all teary eyed <laughs> thinking about it again and then there's also the music when um when um Cecil is becoming um uh, a paladin and it just it, everything in it just is so good I just love it <laughs> the feels um, number two uh, is uh, King of Fighters. Uh, really? Yes. Huh. King of Fighters um, uh, uh, fighting games. The soundtracks in them are really, really good. Like, all through King of Fighters 94, all the way up to the last release, 13. Um, it, every character has their own theme music, and it very... It, it gives you a sense of, like, that type of character and their personality and... Because a lot of times it's in Japanese, yeah. so you don't know what the hell they're saying. <laughs> but um, it the the music always complements their personality. Um, like Athena uh, um, is one of the more popular characters. Like hers is she's had like different music. Um, one of the ones in like King of Fighters '97, she has like a very upbeat tempo, or it's like like this club poppy music, and. It, I'll play it during, like, the thing so everyone can hear it. <laughs> but it's, like, so enjoyable and, like, it, it does a really good job of, like, making the game more enjoyable for me. Um, another close one to that would have been Killer Instinct, but I, I did go with King of Fighters. Mm -hmm. And number one, as a surprise to absolutely no one, is the Mega Man series. <laughs> I know! What? Oh my god! Not but Final Fantasy 13? No. Shocker. <laughs> um, there is some good music in Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, actually, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. No, they took that out. They took that out. What? That was like the biggest problem for a lot of people that they took that out. No, the battle Sorry, music is good. RIP headphone users, but Jesus. Um, the Mega Go Man X series, I mean, the game um, in its originality, um, you know, he's called Rockman, which is based on. <laughs> Rock and roll, his sister roll. You blew my mind when you pointed that out. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, you oh. point you pointed out to me like three episodes, episodes ago. ago. You blew my mind. Yeah. So that was the whole the whole basis of Mega Man was you know based on music. So like the the music in the games, um, each stage has its own music. Um, I could go on for this about for for hours, but I'm not going to. Um, one of the other things that I really enjoy about the Mega Man series is not only just the original soundtracks, but a lot of the remixes that have come out of the uh, Mega Man games. Like the there's like whole soundtracks um, that people do of the remixes for the original tracks, and those are on a whole nother level too. So like the originals are good, and then the remix ones that people do are amazing, and it's. There's a whole bunch of them out there. Tons of like... Mind grapes below. Yeah, there's like a five disc um, uh, remix series for just like the X series That's alone. Cool. And like the X series is only like eight games. <laughs> and then there's like, there's ones for the original Mega Man series. So it's it's crazy. <laughs> the, like the music that comes from the Mega Man series is a lot and like a lot of people enjoy it as well. There's a huge strong fan base following for that. So those are my top five. Yay. I enjoy them quite a bit. So, going again with our reverse order, James. Oh, great. Tell us your top five. 
So coming in at number five is actually Donkey Kong Country Returns. So, really? Yes. I've what? No, Cameron's giving me. What? No, it's just that it, it's. It surprised me too yeah. when you said that. And, and the reason is not saying it's bad music. No, 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 no. It's one of those. It, it's not like a. Yeah, I know. We've been talking about how Donkey Kong is like it's just kind of there. A, yeah, it's, it's, it's a sleeper, sleeper. but yeah. but you know so. Going from, you know, the first Donkey Kong Country and then moving into sort of the orchestrations and Melee Brawl, mm-hmm. um, those were great, but when, uh, what is it, Retro, mm-hmm. when they took it over, they just put, like, sort of a more of a jazz spin onto it, a bit more of a ragtime yeah. spin onto that mm-hmm. song, and every time I listen to the music, even when I watch Tropical Freeze trailers, you just want to dance. <laughs> you just want to shimmy to it. It gets you excited. Any music that makes me excited for a game that perhaps I otherwise wouldn't be as excited mm-hmm. for... Um, in my opinion, is great sound design and, and great music uh, theory. Yeah. Um, so after Donkey Kong Country Returns is Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, mm-hmm. particularly when you're in the woods and there's the songs like boom, 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 boom. That, one, that one's really great. You have to chase the caterpillars around. Um, I'll always remember that soundtrack. Um, number three, uh, I have to have a Final Fantasy on my list. It's actually Final Fantasy VIII. Oh. Because um, the opening song to that, uh, Liberi Fatali, I think it's called, it's it's like it's like an opera sort of singing. It's really now, epic. You, you also uh-huh. have a very strong emotional attachment to Final Fantasy. Yeah, well, there's that. I mean, it was during... A, I was 14, okay? Well, no, no. But you <laughs> said that... You also did say before that you it had, like, the fan fiction that you Oh, yeah. Yeah, read. that. So you were very into Final Fantasy VIII. And, totally. Uh, and I... Like I said, I relate as well with Final Fantasy IV. Like uh-huh. it was the like the first one that I played. So I think there's that. There's definitely that connection. Like I love the junction system. The junction system was one of my most. It's probably one of the best systems I've ever had in a Final Fantasy game, quite frankly. But I really liked it. Um, but yeah, no, that opening cinematic with the sorceress and she's all fabulous and evil, and there's opera music singing in the background. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, coming in at number two is Super Mario Galaxy. Um, because I remember when I was waiting for that game in anticipation, Nintendo decided to just release the live recording, mm-hmm. so like a video recording mm-hmm. of the band, the orchestra recording, um, what is it? It wasn't the main theme, it was uh, the theme to Gusty Garden Galaxy or whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, which is the best song in that whole game. And um, I love watching musicians work, specifically classical musicians. I love watching them play. Mm-hmm. I love watching them work. And there's one scene in that video where, like, Miyamoto, he's sitting there listening, and he has his eyes closed. And you just want to think, what is going on inside this man's head when he's listening to this music? Mm-hmm. Like, what sort of ideas does he have? What sort of, you know, what his imagination is sort of creating from this music and, and, and how that sort of reflects then on the game itself. So I really enjoy that. And the first one... Uh, sorry, number one. This is my favorite soundtrack of all time. Is Banjo Kazooie? Like, that, <laughs> that soundtrack is freaking it's amazing. So it's, and so it's so good. So well implemented into the game. Completely. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't really think of another game before that. I mean, maybe Mario World. Mar- maybe Mario sixty four did this. I think they did. But Banjo Kazooie did it better. Where when you went underwater, there was like a like a like a, it would be like a calypso version of yeah. all the songs okay. of the current yeah. theme. So for rather world. like in a lot of games, they'll mute the music, but this did that. But then it'll it changed the actual instrument oh. that was used, and it sort of yeah, like, it would use like so steel, it would use like steel drums yeah. instead. It was wonderful sound design, yeah. yeah. And then with the like the way the overworld worked, is the whole thing had the same song, but oh, depending yeah, 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 on yeah. which zone you were closest to yeah. it, it would change. So like if you're near the desert level, yeah. it kind of turned like a little Egyptian, yeah. and you get near a mountain, it's sort of like. 
uh, chanting. Yeah, I really remember cool. that. And then if you got to the Snow World, they'd turn into like jingle bells, like yeah. jingles and, Didn't, and stuff. Um, they Super Mario uh, World, the, one of the uh, 2D ones. Uh-huh. New Super Mario Brothers does that, doesn't it? As you go around the world map, it kind of changes. It's the same theme song, but as you change world maps, Oh, it yeah, kind I think of it changes. That. I think 3D World kind of does that too. Yeah, it's the I same yeah. theme song, but as you move along, depending on the world, it yeah. kind of changes. I think instrument. it might have. I think it might have, but definitely. I mean, and Banjo Tooie wasn't even that great in my opinion, but Banjo Kazooie, no. that soundtrack, and there's a reorchestration done by this guy on the yeah. internet. I forget his name. Uh, Do you remember his name? Uh, Tim Blake or is something? Is that who he is? Or Blake Robinson? Okay. Something like but that. it's freaking amazing what he did with the soundtrack, the <laughs> orchestra. He got, he got it licensed, so it's perfectly legal, and you can download it and buy it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I suggest everybody go yes. goes and do, does that. Everybody should go do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great soundtrack. I remember that for the rest of my life. Yep. Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's my top five. All righty. Cameron. All right. Your top five. My top five. Uh, number five, it's a bit of a cheat. I picked Smash Bros. Melee. <laughs> so that's all the songs. It's really that's that's all the everything. It's all the everything. <laughs> but I will say I picked that over Brawl, even though Brawl has huge, like way more. A huge it's library. Quality over quantity. There was some great stuff in Brawl, like the Ocarina of Time remix, mm-hmm. Bramble Blast. Those were great. But in general, all, all of the Melee tracks, they sounded like they go together like it all felt like it was mm. from the same game even yes. though they were from a bunch of different because uh, yeah. they were all recorded yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, same yeah. time it was less composers yeah um, my absolute favorite in that is uh, oh yeah what's your favorite stage uh, Fountain of Dreams oh my god I love that song it is oh, my so incredible what's your favorite stage in that, in that Fountain of Dreams Melee yeah mine is oh, it's very very close mm-hmm. tie um, the uh, the remix one of Super Mario World. Yeah. Or no, Super Mario Bros. 3, where they do the remix version. You know the stage where the pipe and the yeah. thing, and there's the remixed version that oh, they yeah, have? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, Super yeah, Mario yeah, Bros. 3, yeah. that one, and uh, Princess Peach's Castle, yeah. and uh, uh, Temple, Zelda Temple. Yeah. Right, right, right. Those right. three are like yeah. such I, a tie. I think that. That Mario one mm-hmm. from that is the best orchestration of the Mario theme. I've, yes, and it really it works really well because it actually go, like the three main Mario characters in that game are Mario. It starts out like a Mario theme, shifts into a Peach theme, mm-hmm. and then it goes into Bowser's theme. Yeah, it was just so well done. Hmm. Uh, and the actual theme song from Melee is fantastic as well because it it's its own original thing, but you have traces of a, like Kirby song. It sounds a bit like, a, I think it's called Butter Building, mm-hmm. one of those songs. The very opening is a little Star Fox. Whenever you see Sheik playing her harp, you hear in the background, mm-hmm. like it, it sort of sounds like Malin's voice from Ocarina of Time, like that synthesized... Ah. I like, didn't catch it, that. Wow. It's just, Girl, you got an ear. <laughs> yeah, well, he, did, he is good at I mean, school and all that. Yeah, I loved that soundtrack. Number four for me is Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Uh, just in general, Elder Scrolls music is fantastic. I will For Greg, Elder Scrolls is one of his t- top uh, soundtracks as well. I picked Oblivion over the other two, though, because I felt the atmosphere, which is one thing about Elder Scrolls games is... They have their main themes and a few themes throughout, mm-hmm. but mainly it's all atmospheric music, and okay. it's absolutely gorgeous. You can just put on a playlist for from Oblivion, and it is the most relaxing music. Mm. I absolutely loved it. Uh, Jeremy Soule 
recorded it. Uh, he also did like the original Guild Wars and Knights of the Old Republic. He's done uh, lots of stuff. You can really feel his music across various things. Number three for me is Mass Effect 1. Come on, we all knew Mass Effect. You're not going to cheat. And it's not going to be like Mass Effect 1, 2, two, two and 3. three. No, okay. <laughs> no. I was like, girl, you... that's one game. <laughs> I, will, I will say Mass Effect 3 probably has the stronger game for themes. Like, they're more developed for different characters, different uh, races, different happenings. But nothing can top the main menu theme from Mass Effect 1. Hmm. It is... It really got you into the feeling of this new universe. It was very mysterious. Of what the universe felt like. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of... That, that, that's kind of like what Metroid music yep. does. It gets you into, like, the mood of the atmosphere, of what this world is. Yeah. And one of the interesting things with Mass Effect 1 and track that was done, still done in 2 and 3, but to a lesser extent, is the music felt sort of, like, 80s... The synth stuff. Yeah, and that, totally. And it really played into the look totally. of the game, which was very purple and very, like, 80s sci-fi yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, you're right, it's very 80s sci-fi. Yeah. Like, doo, 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 yeah. Doo, doo. All that sort of synth, yeah, and the orange. Yeah, exactly. Such an 80s orange. <laughs> like a space orange. Yeah. Very Bave. cool. Number two for me, Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah, I forgot! Like, yeah. Do we even need to talk about it? That oh. game is music. The music is its own character. That... Again, the main menu theme is just gorgeous. Yeah. Like, no, I, I I had a very hard time with, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I, I want to put Zelda on this list, but there's so <laughs> many other things. So I knew someone else was going to put it down. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which main menu theme are you talking The one where it says press start or the one where you're choosing your file? or which Oh, the, the, pre- the press start. Yeah, one. yeah. That okay, piano one, yeah. where he's... And he's just I running. like the choose your file one too. I, well, all... yeah, that's very fun. That's, that's in all the games. The very fun theme is in all the games. Yeah, no. but that one was particularly yeah. Number one for me is a little strange because it's a game that I've only tangentially played like a little bit. It's Civ Four, Civilization Four, and particularly the Warlords expansion. The way the music works in this, and what's really neat, is that it starts off the game very simple. Like all of the music is just music that would come from a human because you're starting off in the ancient times so it's like clapping chanting that stuff and as you play through the game the music evolves with your civilization and it gets to a certain point where you get into like the classical era where you start actually getting music like actual music and then you get to the industrial age and you have mozart playing in the background that's all really neat but what i will say this is why this game even makes it on my top five and why it's my favorite right now is the main menu theme again I keep talking about the main menu themes it's Baba Yetu I love that song incredible (laughs) it it was done by Christopher Tin he won a Grammy award for it the only video game song to win a Grammy it is required listening for anyone who likes music in general it's a Swahili version of the Lord's Prayer and again it plays it it sounds like a Civ game. It starts very simple, mm-hmm. then it grows. You get into sort of an exploration theme that kind of turns to war, like it gets a little intense. And then it gets into like prosperity and peace and goes back into exploration themes. It is incredible. I, I, I just can't. It's, it's a really good song. It, it's well, now I need to hear it. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's like a song that's on like you wouldn't you wouldn't think it's a video game song. It, it, it's yeah. like a song. It's like just they, a song. they use it. Um, the, the Dubai Fountain. They use that as one of their theme songs for the, like you know how in Vegas they have the crazy fountain and 
front of that one hotel. Mm -hmm. There's another one in Dubai, and they use Baba Yetsu. They've used it as openings for uh, the... Oh, God. Uh, Like, shit. Having a moment. Olympics. No, not the Olympics. Um, Pan Am Games. Oscars. (laughs) Damn it! United Nations. United Nations! Yeah! Yeah. I'm not completely retarded. Ban Ki-moon. Yeah. So, it should be playing right now in the background, but it, it required listening for you all. You want to dance. It's, it's still there. great. Great music. Feel and, good. like I said, it elevates Sim 4 to my favorite soundtrack, even though the rest of it, while I think it's very good, that song is the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Well, then. I can't wait to actually hear that song that you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> like, well, now I really need to hear it. So It's really what made me want to play the game. I heard that song in a, vid- in a video on YouTube. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Well, I think that's just... I, You know, and one of the... Again, the, the reasons I wanted to, you know, have the month of, you know, music is because, you know, it's... I think it's one of the things that is very not very recognized in, in video games. Mm-hmm. You know, we, especially as we move into these eras where everything is so graphics-focused. Yeah. Um, and everything is, uh, you know, people pay attention to the graphics, pay attention to, uh, to storytelling, um, you know, replayability. And even when reviewers are marking games, they do have a category for sound, but I still feel as though sound mm-hmm. in games is something that is heavily under, underappreciated and not really uh, recognized for what it does for a game. Yeah. I will say, sorry, I wasn't wanting to say that. I feel like sometimes when they rate music, it has to do with like the epicness of the music. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how epic can they make the soundtrack? Yes. How yeah. full and loud as opposed to thinking of maybe like actually more innovative music theory mm-hmm. and, and, and altering... Um, mm-hmm. Like, I mean, at some point, like everything kind of sounds the same. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. There's always that like halo sort of like opera in the back yeah. like that that's just so consistent yes like, yeah but it's also important to know like you know what is this music trying to do what is it mm-hmm. trying to add to the game mm-hmm. and to the environment of the game yeah you know you can be so visually you know entertained yeah but you know the audio is also playing into the whole atmosphere of the game you know it it it's really important. It is. And I and it's something that I feel underappreciated. But this month, we will be appreciating it a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that concludes this week's episode of January Jams, part one. Yay! <laughs> um, so, tune in next week uh, for part two. Uh, next week, James will be hosting, because I will not be here. Um, totally, I didn't know. Um, so, for my birthday, my boyfriend bought me a trip to Vegas. So, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, All I get is I some know. Royale. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Wipe your ass, girl. <laughs> you damn. dirty, dirty bitch. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm not the one that bought it for you. Um, I am a dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, next week, James will be hosting. Um, I will be back. Um, the week after um, and hopefully everyone will be here because we have something special planned Um, and uh, yeah tune in to Koopa Club in two weeks um, for uh, discussion on Mega Man uh, and the uh, Mega Man X series Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll be there Jeremy will be there and I think someone else might be there from another podcast but I'm not sure Jesus it's like Smash Brothers yeah (laughs) who isn't there 
I know. <laughs> it's going to be like a Smash Brothers podcast. But again, um, of course, paying tribute to the sisterhood. Um, like I said, Koopa Club. Um, check out those guys. Uh, of course, GameBooey.org. That's GameBooey.org. Yay, someone followed up for me. <laughs> um, Game Bar. Uh, those guys are just so funny. I mean, you guys have to listen to them. They're absolutely entertaining. And of course, Orange Lounge Radio, which is uh, live every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Mm-hmm. And you can call in. They have live chat, so you can chat and like interact with them. I was on the other day um, while they were chatting, and I was chatting with Rob while he was hosting and then he was shouting out to Video Game Realness while, while on the episode and I was like, oh, I feel the love! Can you feel I the love tonight? I know. Tonight. Seriously, uh, Rob, Sorry. I know you listen every week <laughs> and I absolutely love uh, any shoutouts that you give. I... I, I I, the feels I get whenever I hear uh, video game realness called out on Orange Lounge Radio, I just I'm like, ah! I don't like FF4 feels. Yes. Wow. Right in the feels. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that concludes our episode for this week, and we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, that's it. Bye! Bye. Bye.